This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome once again to The Drop Podcast. I am, as always, your host, Lance Descott. That intro, of course, was uh, Tom Petty's American Girl. He's uh, a great musician that is going to be missed. Uh, Started out in the 70s and has had hits in every uh, decade since then. Just a great songwriter. And from what I understand, a great all-around person. And uh, that that intro is dedicated to Tom Petty and all his fans. And we'll have an outro that will also be... uh, Tom Petty music, uh, he's going to be missed by many. We've had so many tragedies lately with the stuff in Vegas. And, uh, you know, now Tom Petty, and I'm not going to say that losing one person is equal to losing all the people and the injured in Vegas, but uh, they are both tragedies. Tom Petty died at a young age, 66 years old. And, um, you know, it's, it's sad to see a guy like that go, who probably still had a lot to give to the music industry, Great live, a great live performer. You know, a lot of these guys today, you hear them live and it's they've got they either have tracks behind them or, or something, you know, it's just too much stuff behind them and they're not true singers and songwriters and musicians. And Tom Petty was all of those. Uh, so, Tom, uh, we'll definitely miss him. And um, hey, if you can download his music, guys, if you've not heard too much about him, uh, you will not be disappointed. Just a, a great all-around person and musician. So enough about the uh, sad stuff. Let's get to something that's very positive. And uh, what is that? Well, it's the start of the hockey season. Not only the start of the hockey season, but last night the Blues took on defending Stanley Cup champion Pittsburgh Penguins, who had repeated and won their second in a row, starting the season to look to win three in a row. I, I think that's going to be very hard for them to do. It's hard enough to win two in a row. It's it's really hard to win three in a row. Uh, do they have a good team? Yeah, they've, they've got a good team. But um, I think other teams in their division and other teams in the Western Conference, a lot of some of them have caught up to them when it comes to talent. So it's going to be a struggle for Pittsburgh. They're going to be a good team, don't get me wrong. But it's going to take a lot of everything going their way uh, you know, when it comes to getting back to the Stanley Cup and winning it. Uh, I, I think, you know, a lot of people in Pittsburgh think it's like an easy thing to do, I guess, because they're all saying Pittsburgh's a shoe-in. Uh, there's no shoe-in for three Stanley Cups in a row. There's no shoe-in for a Stanley Cup. So we wish them the best as long as they play in the Eastern Conference. And last night they did not play in the Eastern Conference. They played against our very own St. Louis Blues. The Blues have a lot of questions. A lot of injuries. Steen's out. Sanford's out. Berglund's out. Fabry's out for the year. Uh, Costin was out for uh, seven to ten days. I don't know when he'll be back and if he'll be on the team or or if he'll be moved somewhere else. So I, I, so many questions with the Blues. Will Jake Allen have a better full season than he did last year with the first season being just terrible in my mind? 
first part of the season, sorry. Second part of the season, once Mike Yo took over and, and Martin Brodeur came down to help him, looked like a totally different goalie. Was taking the angles properly, was uh, staying in his the crease when he needed to and coming out when he needed to. So uh, the Blues really, really need him to be better than he was in the preseason. I'm not saying the preseason is um, anything to really look at because so many people take the preseason too seriously. I judge a player, especially a goalie, on uh, every 10 or 20 games. I look at it that way. You can't look at it every game. You kind of got to look at him the way you do the team. What did the team do every 10 games? Were they 7-3? and three? Were they 6-4? and four? Were they 5-5? Five and five? Were they under 500? You can tell a lot about a team every 10 to 20 games. You cannot tell a lot about a team by just one secluded game. So with that being said, this game started out, I thought the Blues really carried the play. They played very well. The Pittsburgh had a few opportunities early, and they were able to, to capitalize on this one early in the game to make it one to nothing on this goal by Schultz. Trickled along toward Crosby. Sidesteps one mostly. Crosby trying to send it on, but in the way was Oscar Sunken. Another shot. Sidney Crosby, outstanding work down low. Justin Schultz. Maybe a big screen in front of Jake Allen. Mike Allen doesn't see it, but he hears it hit the twine. What a job by Crosby down low. And what a job by Gensel out front. Jake Allen can't stop what he can't see. And Gensel is uh, not a lot of body, but certainly got in the right spot to get the job done. And this line gets it done itself early on in this first period. There's not much Jake Allen could have done on that one, guys. Uh, hopefully you were able to see the game. Uh, just too many bodies in front of him and didn't even see it coming, I don't think. If he did, I think it was already past him by the time he's seen it coming. So not much he can do. No panic at this time. Yeah, they're down one to nothing. But I thought, like I said earlier, the Blues carried the play. They looked very good. And, uh, you know, some of the young guys look very good, like Tage Thompson. I'm very impressed with him, even though it's just been one regular season game. That goal would be Pittsburgh's first of the year and Justin Schultz's first of the year. Pittsburgh is expecting a lot of big things from, from Justin. Uh, I, I think he's a very good player, gets in on the play very quickly, knows where to put the puck when he's shooting it, and knows where to put the puck when he's passing it. They're Like I said, they're going to rely on this guy a lot to give them probably 15 to 20 goals. That would be Justin's first goal. And then, of course, assisted by Crosby, did some hard work on that one. And uh, Ginsel. Uh, you guys are going to hear that all all year long. Crosby, Ginsel, Crosby, Malkin. You're just going to hear it all year long. And that was six minutes and 37 seconds into the first period to give Pittsburgh the one to nothing lead. A guy that we've been talking about a lot in the preseason, and the Blues are expecting a lot from him, uh, taking uh, back over for for Yori Laterra, which isn't a lot to say because Yori, I don't in my mind, was never really what the Blues thought he was going to be. And uh, they traded him to Philadelphia. And what's shocking is that uh, Yuri Laterra wasn't even on the opening night roster last night for Philadelphia when they took on San Jose. Braden Shin was, and he got the Blues back into this game and tied it at one apiece. Schwartz dropped it back in deep. Cole stepped to play that one. The ex-Blues saw himself rammed to the board. Meanwhile, in front, score, and it's Shin! A beautiful pass in front, and Shen is able to stash it home, and this game is tied. They go tic-tac goal, and Mike Sullivan, I think, is going to want to look at this. Does he kick it in? Let's see. Cole's down low, turns the puck over, move it to Schwartz over. 
And is it a kicking motion I off of Shen's right skate, Mike and Doc? I, I think they're going to let that go. They've been a lot more lenient. He turns on it. I don't think he directly kicks it, but, you know, it is an interesting play right there. It's a close call. It comes through the defender. I don't know how Shen can get a real good look at it, but he does turn his skate. I don't think he kicks at it. Mike Sullivan may have looked at it, but, guys, there's, there's no way that was a kicking motion. His skate was there. It went off his skate, went in the goal, and the Blues get a lucky goal. Hey, when you do the work around the net and you're there all the time and have that net presence no matter which Blues player you are, good things are going to happen. And it's nice to see Braden Shin get that kind of goal. Those are the kind of goals that goal scorers sometimes get. And the Blues are going to rely on Braden Shin heavy this year uh, for some goals. And uh, I think he's going to give them that. It's just a, a great all-around player. And it get, ties the game at one apiece. That goal was eight minutes and 31 seconds into the first. As I said, Braden Shin's first regular season goal is a blue. Gunnarsson gets his first assist. And Schwartz, who had a great game, I thought, last night, played very, very well for the Blues. And we all know what Jaden Schwartz can, can do. And Schwartz is going to just be big for the Blues. There's going to be a lot of guys going to be big for the Blues. It's going to be a tough division this year. The Central is going to be tough. You, guys, you're going to see people possibly, if it plays out the way I think it is, you're going to see a team, maybe two teams, get over 90 points or around that, that mark and not make the playoffs. This is going to be a tough, tough division. They're going to beat each other up. They're going to beat each other up in this division. So it's tied one-to-one, one, uh, eight minutes and 31 seconds in. And like I said earlier, the Blues, in my mind, are carrying the play. So what you have to do with Pittsburgh, you have to, you must stop them getting in your end and cycling that puck, moving that puck, getting it behind the net and cycling it. That's what they do very well, and that's what leads to a lot of their goals, movement and cycling the puck. And the Blues, I thought, kept that to a minimum. That, Like I said, Pittsburgh had a few chances in the first period. But it just didn't seem to happen for Pittsburgh. The Blues continue to carry the plate throughout the first period, and it would pay off with about 2 minutes and 15 seconds left. They would get a power play, and Colton Pareko with that hard and heavy shot would get the Blues a lead 2-1 to one late in the first period. Three quarters of a minute for the Penguins to kill. Helmetless is Rust. Ducked out of the way as it came to Pareko. He scores! Pareko with a ripper! A power play goal, and it's 2-1. to one. You're going to say that a lot this year, Doc. Colton Pareko with a ripper, because that's what he does. He is a lethal weapon on the back end for the St. Louis Blues. Great board play and consistency from the Blues. They don't quit on the play. You see Thompson, Sabolka doing a good job. Oscar Sundquist, they want the puck to come out of there. Eventually it will. Look at Scott Wilson. He wants to defend down low, but he gets too low. Pareko beats him the puck and snaps it by Matt Murray. Pareko signed that huge contract. And I'm so happy for him. He deserves it, played hard, and he's going to be one of the top shooting defensemen in this league for several years if he keeps this going. They gave the Blues a 2-1 to lead going out of the first period. Pareko's first, and it was unassisted. Although it was unassisted, I thought Sobotka and Tage Thompson did some big-time work in, in, in that goal. And it's just a great goal to see. The guys are working hard together. That goal was 17 minutes, 45 seconds into the first period, and it was a power play goal. The Blues, I thought, did very well on the power play last night. They looked very good. There was one power play where they didn't look very good, but for the most part, I thought they played well, and they're going to need that power play to be big. It's 2-1 to one Blues going into the second period. Going into the second period, the Blues, of course, want to add to that lead, and, uh, of course, Pittsburgh doesn't want them to. 
So I thought Pittsburgh played a little bit better in that second period, but still, I thought the Blues carried the play. And not only did the offenses and defenses play well uh, for the Blues and Penguins in that second period, uh, both goalies uh, came up big for each team uh, to keep this at a uh, Blues 2-1 to lead. To the back it comes for the drop back, and it is Shin with a shot that is snubbed right down into the pad of Matt Murray. And that's exactly what they do right here. Look at the reverse. Shen goes out way around the defenseman on the drop pass. Gets plenty of time. Good opportunity here. Murray makes the save. Well designed, well executed by St. Louis. Bent along now to McKeg. Nicely marches away from one. He's got a man up the wing. McKeg moves along with a man in front. Kessel get it by. Kessel again. And another shot is knocked down in front. Allen and Murray make two great saves. Uh, Murray's was at the earlier part of the second period and Allen's was about halfway through uh, to keep this game uh, two to one you know Pittsburgh was going to start putting some pressure on like they always do and they were able to get a little more pressure in the second period especially after the 10 minute mark and it paid off for them about to 12 and a half minutes in on a goal by Mata just uh, a great great shot by him and again they get people in front of Jake Allen and he can't see it and Pittsburgh uh, ties the game two to two Balkan delays, got it under Russ, could not finesse his way by. Pareko with a defensive move there, and it comes back to Mata, slams one, When you get a chance to get the puck out, you got to get the puck out. Chris Thornburg's been in this league for a long time. He doesn't get the puck out of the zone, and then Pittsburgh just goes to work. It's a fantastic job of finding dead spots in coverage, and then only Mata with a seeing-eye shot. Puts it in, but Chris Thornburn had the skate of Shane, Mike. He knew he had a chance to get it out. He didn't, and it leads to this. Yeah, Chris Thornburn fell on the play and had a chance to get it out and just uh, was not able to. And, uh, you know, like they said, Pittsburgh finds the open guy very well. That is what they do when cycling that puck around. You know, you may be chasing them, but once they get that moving, they're going to get that open guy. And guy in Matta was the open guy at that time, and uh, he gives uh, Pittsburgh a tie. Uh, Twelve minutes and thirty-seven seconds into the second period, uh, Ole Matta—that's his uh, first goal of the season. Rust, what didn't look rusty on that one, gets his first assist, and of course Malcolm was big in the play too, in keeping that puck in. And when Thornburg couldn't get the puck out, we are tied two apiece. Uh, and uh, you know, hey. Pittsburgh's starting to come on a little bit. But one thing I was impressed with the Blues last night, they carried most of the play in the first and second period. And when Pittsburgh come on, uh, whether they had chances or whether they scored a goal, difference in this team this year, just from this first game, it didn't look like a panic. It didn't look like they fell apart when, like they did last year. A lot of times when a team would start getting close, it looked like the Blues just lost their heart. And teams would come back and, you know, from four to two deficits and, uh, you know, tie it four to four. And by that time, the Blues are already so down that they that they can't make it back up. But this wasn't those type of game. And the Blues were able to tie this game uh, at about 15 and a half uh, minutes in on this great goal by Petrangelo. And yes, Sabotka was involved in this one, too. Tang and gets it along eventually to Petrangelo and then back out to Stastny again. Sabotka dropped it off. Petrangelo with it there to the slot. Score! Petrangelo with a wonderful wrist shot that has broken the tie. It is 3-2 Blues, a four against four goal. 
It's a part of their game that's changed the whole dynamic of this game, activating their defense from the back end. Alex Petrangelo starts to play. Stassi's going to move the puck to the wing. The Penguins bench was irate. It created a little bit of separation for Petrangelo. Watch what happens. Kind of skates into a stick, and then Petrangelo reads it correctly and snaps it home. You know, I am not sure what Pittsburgh was complaining about, and they complained about a lot of stuff last night. I have honestly not seen a team complain that much uh, you know, in a long, long time, and I don't know if it's because they are the Stanley Cup champions and they're used to things going their way, but any time a player fell or got touched, they were complaining and moaning about it and getting upset and yelling at the ref, and I understand sometimes that's part of the game, but come on, guys. You know, sometimes stuff happens, and stuff happens because the other team made a great play and you just were not able to stop them from scoring or stop them from getting a great opportunity, which the Blues had. And Petrangelo turned that into a goal uh, 15 minutes and 37 seconds into the second period to give the Blues a 3-2 to two lead. That would be Petrangelo's first goal of the season. Sabotka, who I thought played very well last night, had an assist and Stastny had an assist. So the Blues go out of the second period and in my mind in control of this game. No doubt in my mind that they've outplayed Pittsburgh for, um, you know, most of the first and second period, besides maybe four or five minutes. So nice to see the Blues carry the play like that. Will they continue to carry the play in the third period? Well, they come out, and I thought the Blues did carry the play. In fact, they carried the play so much they would get another goal to give them a 4-2 to two lead by none other than Paul Stasny, who they will need a big year from. Good body position, and then he forced it with his stick. And here comes Tarasenko with Latang drifting back on defense. Led across now to Sabotka. Sabotka with a man going down. Fed it on back, and Stasny scores! And it is four to two Blues. And again, you get a defenseman jumping up into the play, Pierre, to give some options here. Nice play here by Tarasenko and by, by uh, Sabotka, but you got to see the Gunnarsson in the middle of things as he heads up ice right there in front of the net diving play nice patience by Sabotka and Stastny with all, all sorts of time gets a good look and beats Matt Murray a dead on observation there the Blues in the preseason and in last night's game brought the defensemen up a lot they didn't all the time I don't think they really took a lot of chances, but they brought them up in the right opportunities, and it worked out for them. They got involved in the play, had some goals, and also, you know, were in on some goals. Like you said, Gunnarsson was down in there. How many times last year did you see Gunnarsson in on the play? A lot, especially like the like defensemen were last night. That's going to be key for the Blues. They were not like that way with Ken Hitchcock. Ken Hitchcock was more of a defensive stay-back kind of a guy to protect the neutral zone in his end. And the Blues aren't playing that way this year, and I hope they continue it because, as I've said, and I've said a lot of players need to play big, the defense needs to be involved in this offense to get the Blues where they want to be and whether they're going to finish – you know, one in the conference or whether they're going to finish last. I think it's going to depend a lot on the defense and how much they come up in the play. And also Jake Allen. That goal uh, for Stasny was his first. Sabotka gets his second assist of the night. And Tarasenko gets an assist. Three minutes and 38 seconds into the third. The Blues are up 4-2. to two, And they're looking pretty good at this point. They didn't stop putting pressure on Pittsburgh. In fact, they had a, a two-on-zil break. I mean, two-on-nil break. And uh, would Matt Murray come up big enough to stop this game from going 5-2? to two? 
So we are glad you are pulling the duty here, and it does give you a shorter night than you would get back in the studio. And look at this, a two on none. Schwartz is in, and a save made, and then bowling right into Matt Murray was Pareko. He gets run over, and that leads to a jailbreak for the St. Louis Blues. Jaden Schwartz tries to go 5-0. Look at Colton Pareko. We've talked about the St. Louis Blues defense all game long, Mike jumping in, and there's another example of them jumping in. Indeed, another great example of last night, like I said just a minute ago, of the Blues defenseman jumping in. And Murray had to come up big. Schwartz, he tried to go between the 5-hole and just was not able to do that. And we're still at 4-2. You knew Pittsburgh was going to have a push. This team, no matter how far they are behind, they always have that push sometime. Whether they're behind a couple goals in the second period, third period, they always start a push, and it seemed that that save by Matt Murray really got them going in a better direction. Not that the Blues didn't play well in the third period, don't get me wrong, but it seemed like Pittsburgh started to step it up. They wanted this first game. They wanted this first game for their fans. They wanted it to celebrate last year's Stanley Cup, and they would get a goal closer to tying it on this goal by Sidney Crosby. Hands it on to Latang moving in. Gives it on over to Kessel. Kessel drifting. Latang again. Across for Malkin. Save. Rebound. Stop. It's pretty tough five on three, but when you get this kind of talent out there, more often than not, you're going to have to pay a price going five on three. A scramble in front. Edmondson gets double teamed here in front by uh, by Gensel and. No chance there. Five on three on a dumb call, a dumb play by Shen. Indeed, a bad, bad penalty that Shen took there. Just stupid, stupid time, stupid penalty to take, and it costs the Blues. Uh, makes it four to three on that power play. And, uh, you know, Pittsburgh gets a five on three type power play. They are not going to be able to stop Pittsburgh when that with that type of power play. They're just not. Uh, they're too strong of a team. They've got too many good lines, and it's just not going to happen. Uh, sometimes, you know, last night I thought the Blues, like I said, played played very, very well. And uh, at that point, I don't think they played very well past that. And as a result of Pittsburgh's hard work and the Blues uh, really starting to stand a little bit at this point in the game, uh, Pittsburgh uh, gets, makes it a one-goal game on this power play. Crosby gets his first goal. Gensel, who had a great game last night, gets his second assist. Malkin had a great game. Shock there. Gets his second assist. 13 minutes and 46 seconds in. It's a game again. Pittsburgh's starting to get their legs. And guys, in less than a minute later, they would tie this game up. And things started to look a little bad for the Blues. And it would be 4-4 four to four on this goal by Connor Sherry. Bouncer on to Dumoulin. Sent back along to Rust. Rust handed it over. McKegg across. Hot movement, urgency, and what a pass. Greg McKegg, Connor Sheary. He wanted him to one time the puck earlier in the game. He didn't do it. This time he got the message from Mike Sullivan. You get the puck, don't stop it. What a pass by McKegg and the one time finish off the stick of Gunnarsson by Sheary. And the second power play unit's not going to get a lot of time this year for obvious reasons. That uh, Penguins second power play may not get much time, but they looked pretty good last night. Uh, looked very good, in fact. And that was a great pass by McKaig uh, to Connor Sherry. Just an awesome, awesome pass. That would be Sherry's first goal, McKaig's first assist. Russ gets an assist, his second. And uh, within 
a minute, the game goes from four to two to four to four. And from that point on in the third, I thought that Pittsburgh really put the pressure on. Jake Allen had to come up big several times. And uh, guys, I know he gave up four goals last night, but man, he saved them with just a couple minutes left to keep Pittsburgh from winning this game in regulation five to four. Two and a half to go. Given up there for Gensel. Gensel pivots, looks to the back, Schultz, shrugged away by Allen. What a save. What a save indeed. A save of the night. Uh, Allen was right there. Great positioning, great angle to that puck. And, guys, that was the save of the night. It would have been over for the Blues. But uh, because of that save, the Blues were able to weather the storm and get into overtime. And, uh, you know, one of the players that played great last night that I think had an off and on season last year, that's the captain of our team, guys, Alex Petrangelo. Uh, He's getting to be more of a leader. He's growing into that role. Not saying he wasn't a leader last year, but, man, he really looks like a leader this year. And he had a goal earlier in the game, and he would win this one for the Blues. A minute and 15 seconds in to the OT to give the Blues their first win of the season at the first game of the season against the Stanley Cup defending champion Pittsburgh Penguins. Kessel comes to the bench and is replaced by Gensel. Back in comes Petrangelo. Toe drag, and a shot score! Off of Matt Murray, and into the net, and the Blues have won in overtime. A night for a defenseman to score. Might as well finish that way. Another play by Petrangelo using that lateral mobility. Great play, Pierre. You've seen this from him before. You called it tonight on a couple of occasions. Watch this, the toe drag here. Uses the screen, the screen of Schultz and beats Murray, and they go home happy. And Doc, you're right, they spoil the party. What a great goal by Petrangelo. That little drag of the puck, I think, just put Murray off just a little bit to where his glove was not in the right position to make that save. It goes off his glove, and uh, the Blues win this 5-4. Uh, to four. I know that Pittsburgh came back, but I think this was a good mental win for the Blues. Uh, you know, a lot of times last year, they get – ahead and a team would start coming back and they'd fall apart they didn't fall apart this time very nice to see that goal would be Petrangelo's second of the game and second of the year uh, Shen got an assist his first Schwartz got an assist his second and uh, that's a minute and 15 into OT and the Blues win this one five to four to get off on the right foot let's go ahead and get to the post-game press conference where we're going to hear from Alex Petrangelo Paul Stasny and of course coach Mike on uh, this big opening win uh, for the Blues. Uh, pretty impressive, I guess. And they're obviously five on three against those guys. is always going to be tough. I thought we held it together, though. Um, you know, gave up the two goals, but we, we held it together on the bench. We knew we had a chance, uh, especially if we got to overtime. We did. Both your goals uh, looked like just some, just some patience before you were going to shoot, especially the one in overtime. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. We had the guy driving the net. Schwartzy and then the first one, Paul, and um, I'm looking for a shot lane. And those guys driving that draws all the attention, and uh, I think got the goalie slide both times. Do you see him giving you short side there at all? Uh, he was leaning on both of them, so um, I guess when you're past first guy, they don't expect you to shoot. <laughs> 14 goals last year. So. Yeah, closed my eyes 14 times. <laughs> a good, other than those last few minutes where the five on three. A, you kind of like this way with the way we played to start the season against a team like the Penguins? Yeah. I mean, it was obviously a tough night to come in here. and um, Obviously, we knew what happened, you know, 
prior to the game. They had a lot of energy. You could feel the buzz in the building. We knew they were going to have a big, couple big pushes. They did. Obviously, uh, we were scrambling there for a while. Jake played outstanding, you know, as always, and kept us in there. Um, but again, I said it last year. I said, you know, again, all year this year, it's a resilient group. We'll, we'll stick together. Uh, might not always, you know, be how we planned it out prior to the game, but uh, we'll find a way. You might just call a timeout there just to kind of settle the troops down. Yeah, it was a good timeout just to kind of catch a breath there. I think we, uh, you know, five and three, and then we're shorthanded, and we had a lot of guys that were playing back to back there, so give us a chance to catch our breath. Did some of the pregame stuff serve as some extra motivation for you guys? Was that a sort of rallying? Um, we know what it is. Um, yeah. uh, you want to come in here and spoil the party, but uh, we didn't watch it. Obviously, we were in here, and um, like I said, we knew they were going to have some momentum from it. There was going to be a push from them. I thought we did a good job uh, answering the bell after they had their push. So look at the very end of it. You guys came on the ice just when they. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's obviously a special night for them. We're not gonna, you know, deny that, and you know they deserve, uh, you know, to have that night. Hopefully, uh, you know, we get that opportunity. Part there at the end of the five on three, but other than that, you like how things went tonight? Yeah, I thought we did a lot of good things. I, you know, it's early in the season. I think uh, there are a lot of good plays from a lot of our lines, and then there's a lot of sloppy plays from a lot of our guys, and that's just the way it is. And it happens on both ends of the ice. Um, I think a few times we got in trouble playing that run and gun game, and, and especially when that ice was bad. I think we should have tried playing like more a puck possession game. But uh, you know, we're on our heels a little bit, and it, you know, it always happens. I feel like when you're when you're up a goal or, or up two goals, you tend to sit back, and then you're playing the defending champs on their opening night. So they're, they're, there's going to be no quit in their game. But um, finding a way to get two points and getting that first one in our belt, I think, is huge. Kind of natural with the first game. It's probably going to be a little more wide open and just. Kind of settle, got to get settled into a game like that. Yeah, I mean it's completely different. I think preseason is preseason is a very individual. Everyone kind of plays on their own. I think once the end, once regular season starts, your plan is a five-man unit. And you're kind of getting used to the defensive zone, offensive zone, kind of neutral zone play. And um, it took us a little bit, but I think you know a lot of our goals I think started from our defensive zone. You know, 200 feet behind the play, and and you know when we have everyone involved. I think that's one of our best. That makes so be good fit for with you on the line and nice patience there to wait for you to come down the yeah. slot to set you up uh like i said i think makes plays is you know he's like Schwartzy where he holds onto the puck and, and and doesn't get rid of it and uh tough to knock off the puck and you know that one i'm not even yelling i just kind of hoping he sees me you know because sometimes you don't want to yell and get the defenseman or, or their back checker to kind of notice you so you know he makes a great play there make great play on petro's goal so um i think for us for our line it it took a little bit. Uh, I was bad on draws, so then that kind of puts us in a damper. But as the game went on, I think we started getting more comfortable and started to kind of hold on to the puck a little more. I think early on, we were kind of too far apart. Everyone was kind of, no one's holding on to the puck. And I think in games like this, and you know, when, when we're at our best, I think we're holding on to the puck and we're supporting each other. And that's how we did as the game went on. The third time in four years you've scored on opening night. You like, uh, you like opening night? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, this is 12 years I've probably scored. Six times, so whatever. Uh, no, I was just like I said, whether you get them now, whether you get them later, as long as you're winning, you know. Especially, I think early in the season for us, all these games are important. You know, it's, it's very cliche, but you see how it is. You know how tough our division is, how tough our conference is, and when you're missing four, five, you know, two obviously really important parts, three or four important parts to our team, then um, we got to find ways to, to get as many points as we can and, and not use that as an excuse. You know, I'm going to focus more, a lot more on the positives. Obviously, coming into this building and scoring five tonight, uh, um, you know, obviously this is, this is just the beginning. We said it before, this is just the beginning of the process. And um, I think it was a little bit of a, 
um, a little bit of a poise issue, and that's that's for me as normal this time of year. Things get a little hectic, and and uh, you you don't react as well to it. You're not as familiar with it uh, as you are later in the year. So we'll be in some more of those situations um, where I think we'll react a little bit better to it. And obviously, they've got a pretty talented group over there too. So uh, you know, it's not like we just completely backed off and uh, and didn't continue to play. I mean, they've they've got some guys that made some plays at a big time and. Um, but I like the way that we regrouped and got the win. Petro said it was a good timeout to call just to kind of settle everything down. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You could sense that uh, that obviously they had a lot of momentum, and even still after that, I, I thought I felt that they had a real good push, and and uh, over time couldn't quite come quick enough. But uh, but that gave our group a chance to settle in and uh, and regroup. And and I've seen that a lot from this group. You know, uh, it's a group that really cares, and sometimes that uh, that puts a little bit uh, a little bit more pressure in certain situations. But um, they respond and they found. Away and uh, and it's a it's a big win to start the season. Yeah, he was doing. He had a great night. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna. You know, obviously, I think he'd like to have that one back. But it was a good toss. But uh, but but that said, I, I I think that he'd probably kid around about it right now. But that's like I said, we're all gonna get better in these situations. It was uh, he's trying to get a puck out. We're we're trying to kill a penalty, and and uh, and so it's a mistake that happened in the game. And um, we'll we'll cover up each other's mistakes. But he he played a heck of a game all all over the ice for us tonight. Together, both. Did you just like what yeah, they were they, doing together? Well, they had they they. That's why we put them back together. Is we want a little bit more depth in our lineup. I thought Sobey did a nice job with uh, Stas and Vladdy. He he was real instrumental in uh, and obviously uh, those guys getting on the score sheet. But I thought he did a lot of little things too in his game. Um, and then uh, you know we we needed some more depth as well as you know some some more balanced scoring. And I thought. Uh, those guys showed us what they can do together. They they've got good chemistry. And Dunn and Thompson for their first time out. Yeah, good, style. good. Yeah, for sure. Some learning moments, and it's it's pretty it's pretty exciting for those guys. I'm really happy for them. Uh, you know what a great what a great memory and a, and a great place to come in and get your first win and your first game. So uh, you know I, I think that they showed a lot of good things tonight. Mike, you coached against Saboka before, and now that you've seen him come back, you just notice something more mindful about his offensive game that he's more assertive in the offensive zone. I think he. Uh, well, yeah, he's got that's a confidence factor. I think um, he's uh, he's he's still got a lot of the elements that always made him that tough player to play against. His his competitiveness, uh, his ability to win one on one battles, his defensive mindset, but. Uh, you know he, he's got a lot of poise with the puck right now, especially in offensive situations. Sees the ice very well. Um, you know he's not. Uh, you know I think that quite often players like that would have skill. They recognize that that they have a little bit more time than they think in certain situations, and he's able to recognize those and take advantage of it. You were saying the other day that Pareko needs to grab who he is and, and be that guy. I mean, one game, but yeah, uh, you know, score no, tonight. Yeah, I, th I thought uh, the D, D battled real hard tonight. Again, it's a it's a tough test. I thought Jake did a good job, um, and that's a good team they're obviously real wound up and, and excited about the, the night that they had and uh, and um, so we knew what we were up against but I thought that a lot of guys stepped up and played well a lot of guys did step up and play well Mike uh, is definitely dead on there uh, coach Mike you know having a lot of good things to say about the young guys and you know even though he said they still need to learn and it was mostly a good game for them I thought the young guys played well especially Tage Thompson I thought he looked very very good um, my three stars of the game would have to be Petrangelo, the Blues three stars, that is, would have to be Petrangelo. Number one, by far, had a great game, not just offensively, but defensively. Did take a penalty, uh, which got the Blues in trouble, but uh, overall, I think, was a number one star. Number two would have to be uh, 
Sabotka and a close third would have to be Shin. I thought Shin had a big, big game for the Blues. And uh, the Blues win their first game of the season. Many more to go. Excited to see them get off on the right foot. Saw a lot of good things, like I said earlier. Nice to see the players, uh, defensive players, moving up in this offense. I thought that was missing for the first half of last year. Uh, Hitchcock is always so scared about defense. And, um, you know, we're going to see that in Dallas this year. And the Blues take on Dallas and their next game, 7 o'clock on Saturday. Dallas's home opener is not till tomorrow night, uh, Friday night, against the um, uh, Vegas Golden Knights. So they'll have two games back-to-back. Hopefully that will play into the Blues' uh, favor there, and the Blues can uh, get their uh, second one of the season and their uh, first uh, home one of the season. Uh, other games last night, uh, of course, uh, Winnipeg destroyed the Jets, and Mason looked terrible for the Jets and was removed uh, early in the third period, uh, Maple Leafs won 7-2. to uh, Patrick Marlowe, former San Jose Shark, looked very, very good on that line with uh, uh, Matthews. Uh, Marlowe had two goals. And, of course, the Blues won 5-4. to uh, The Flyers looked very good, and San Jose, in my mind, looked very, very bad. I think San Jose may have some issues this year. Uh, they may not make the playoffs. I think they've got a lot of young guys that they're going to ask a lot of. And if those young guys can't come through, they won't make the playoffs. On the other hand, the Flyers were led by uh, Brian Elliott, you know, uh, made the saves he needed to, made some very brilliant saves when he needed to, gets the win. And Simmons, just a great, great player, had the hat trick last night and uh, just looked awesome. And then we've got Connor McDavid getting two regular goals and an empty net goal in their win over Calgary. Even though this game was 3 to nothing, it wasn't that much of a blowout. Like I said, you know, it was 2 to nothing until that empty net goal. So, you know, it's a lot closer game. There's going to be some great games uh, Thursday night. Predators, Bruins, Canadian Sabres, uh, Capital Senators, Avalanche Rangers, Penguins, Blackhawks, Wild Red Rings, Coyotes, Ducks, and the Flyers play their second game uh, two nights in a row against the Kings, be the Kings' home opener. So there's a lot of great games going on. As I said, Saturday, the Blues will be taking on the Stars for their first home game and second game of the season, and hopefully they can use this momentum and uh, win two in a row. Let's start a long winning streak at the beginning of the season because, as we all know, those wins towards the end of the season in March and April get very, very hard to get. And uh, a lot of times you can look back and say, man, if they just would have won those two games in this part of the first part of the season – They'd be in the playoffs or they'd be in second position or they'd be in third. These games mean a lot. I know a lot of people don't watch hockey until January or February, but these early games mean just as much as these last games of the season. So let's wish the Blues the best. Uh, like I said, it was exciting to see them win last night and spoil that night for uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, I think the Blues looked good last night. Let's check in after about 10 or 20 games and we'll just kind of do a recap and see where we think they're going. Until next time, this has been The Drop Podcast. I've been your host, Lance Descott. Let's go Blues and run this show out with another tribute to Tom Petty. This has been The Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. 
For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, the official drop at gmail.com, or lanced at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.